I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I'm Phil Wolf of the Nefris Initiative. You're listening to Snakes and Stogies. The only podcast dedicated to fine tobacco. All things reptile related. And the people who love them. As part of the Repeticulture Network. change my music to something a little more upbeat it's crazy to me that you this, listen this to music just, while we do this right now i'm just it's like tones well i have to share an experience that i had <clears throat> excuse me so prior to getting on here with you um i was in this scenario that all of us do on a daily basis and that is sit on a toilet and when you're sitting on the toilet, you're playing on your phone, you're reading a book, maybe the back of a shampoo bottle, who knows? But there's one thing that we're all at the same time vulnerable. And it was at that moment that I saw something out of the corner of my eye and a decent sized wolf spider started scampering across the tile, like Hogna species. For you? Coming like, for you? Yeah. Hogna, Hogna species southeastern wolf spider. And my first inclination was, oh, God, I'm defenseless. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and I mean, this thing is probably the size of a quarter, right? <laughs> and uh, I really don't, I don't get bugs in my house because, A, I have the dog. He's always catching a fly or whatever. And we have a ton of invasive lizards in the front and back of the house. So, like, I never see bugs in my house knock on wood, you know? Um, What's going on, everybody? Oh, God, we're live. I forgot about that. So, <laughs> a side note. If so facto, whatever transitional word I'm about to use, I was I was defenseless. And here it is, this 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 small little invertebrate that I know is completely harmless and not going to do anything to me has me on edge because I am sitting on the throne defenseless. <laughs> Long story short, it hid behind a, a squeaky dog toy that was left in there by my dog. And I proceeded to scoop it up in toilet paper. After I was done doing what I was doing, and I threw him out the front yard. So hopefully he dies a merciless death at the hands of an anole or curly tail. <laughs> when, we were staying in, when we were staying in Alpine, I got in the shower and I look up after like probably five minutes of being in there and like really nice, super, super gravid uh, Vitatus. Scorpion, yeah, Mark Scorpion but, was chilling right there at the top, and I was like, "That's actually pretty cool." I didn't even. And that's what's crazy is that like the Vitatus is so much more dangerous than a Hogna, <laughs> but it had yeah, dude, it, little guess. booger had me on edge, man. <laughs> I, like I, well, saw, like, I was more, eye. I was more paranoid about because a with centroroides especially, it's never just one. Oh yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Am I gonna roll over tonight in this like?" at the airbnb in this cot and like get nailed by one or something like that was my more my paranoia yeah. than anything i mean not that not that anything would have really happened because i don't think vitatus are considered anything medically significant um but it still would have sucked like it wouldn't have been yeah, any fun. 100 it would have sucked but dude i was i was looking at that thing like she's got a brood she's about to drop i could totally take that home <laughs> well what's crazy is when i went to scoop the thing up with the toilet paper i was like all right don't just smush it for two reasons. One, I didn't want to smush them, but 
what if it is a postpartum mom and when I go to pick it up or I press too hard and like 200 babies start scampering <laughs> you know what I'm saying because Hogna like keep them on their back you know yeah. and uh, I was just like why, why, why is this why am I dealing with this stupid spider why is the spider giving me anxiety <laughs> uh, but this is episode 144 of snakes and stogies I'm Phil Wolf and is joined as always the sultry, hairy, Mr. Justin Smith. Sorry, I'm looking up the blend on this cigar that I'm smoking. Well, tonight's episode is brought to you by the letter Q. As well as the fine people of the Pacific Northwest, the Gendra, the Puget Sound Pythons. I don't and his all... When? I don't know. I was Where just trying you? to be Sesame Street. Oh, I got you. Oh, yeah. And the number four, just in case people were curious. Ah, ah, um, ah. Uh, 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 uh. And uh, as well as blackboxcages.com. Ooh. Oh, two foot sliders. PVC sliders. Oh, how I love them. Jen sent me pictures. Scrum Trilescent. Yeah, man. I'm slowly working on, on the, the switch, getting everything to be black box stuff. I already got my... Uh, I'm going to get another hatchling rack in the next couple weeks um, just to handle sort of all the... Instead of all the tubs I got stacked to the ceiling, uh, swap it out with another XR20 nice. and then get, get the v15s and v35s or v18s and v35s whatever the middle size is that holds two and then the 35s are what i use now for uh like yearlings and similar size stuff so oh gron got his swag nice i i was just telling billy hunt and casey that uh probably in within the next year i'm going to basically strip down my the way that i have all my colubrids and uh because like it's it's all kind of patchy like there's corns over here and milks over here and it's it's all crazy but i want to basically do like a temperate north american colubrid rack and maybe do some some asian stuff in there some colder stuff in there and just do that like living room style you know but i'm definitely going to do the 35s from black box because it's just it's perfect freaking goldilocks so, while Justin puts his audio together, I will share my smoke for the night. I, uh, I've had these on here before. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Arturo Fuente, especially the Grand Reserve. Um, Reserva. Um, I don't get them too often, though, because I feel like it is a fairly popular smoke. You can find it in most places. So, I don't want to, like, smoke it too much. But I got a little stubby one. I can't remember the actual size. But is that a Hemingway? I like, uh, I, it's like a Hemingway short, short story. Yeah, short story. Yeah. But I just I love how they put the cedar on the outside. You know, it's just, it's adorable. So I'm excited about that one. Those are very popular. Very popular. Yeah, and Harry likes the uh, Harry likes the Fuente. So we got in the Southern Draw Manzanita. Oh, nice. recently. 
and it's a I was looking up the blend just a minute ago. It's a Habano wrapper. Um what else? Doesn't really say much other than that. So fillers Nicaraguan, binders of Habano. Uh so given that it's it's pretty uh it's it's pretty pretty punchy. Got a lot going on. Habanos nice. are usually sort of just very much very forward flavor wise, very peppery, a little spicy. Uh, so, um, did you show the band? I was looking off camera for a second. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Can't see it because of the light and red. But... Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think this is the most recent release, or one of the most recent releases from Southern Draw. But they do good stuff. I've liked I liked a lot of it. And you want something that'll like knock you on your ass, you get that Jacob's ladder. Yeah, bro. Boy, that's a Yeah. You better eat before you smoke that bad boy. What's what's new down yonder? Um not too much, man. I um I had one of those freak occurrences where like everything sheds at once which i kind of like because it kind of lets you know that like the room is i don't want to say on the same like pattern or cycle or whatever but it's always a good feeling knowing that everything is like doing its thing you know just chilling um tomorrow morning yeah i'm going to feed the fuscus for the last time before i cool them so that's exciting mm-hmm. and i still haven't figured out if i'm just gonna put the boy in the girl's tub or if I'm going to do neutral ground and like give them something bigger. I don't quite know yet. I haven't really decided, but, uh, but I got like a a solid month or two to figure it out. Um, so that's going on. Anyone who's curious, the wee little blumpkin is doing well, still eating. Um, that's about it, man. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing, nothing wild. So what about you? Uh, got stuff in cooling. I still have the, I haven't moved everything in the garage yet, but I still have to move the female sub box. She was in shed and I was felt kind of weird about moving her into sort of the preliminary cooling before she had shed out. So I was kind of waiting on her to do that. And then she's the last one to, to go into cooling. So, um, it was like 70 on Thanksgiving. It was warm ish. So it's cooling off again now. Um, and I got another Govi because I I have that in the new one. It's one of the slightly bigger models than like the standard little bricks that I usually have. Uh, so that one's in the snake room right now on top of one of the smaller, like the smallest chondro with a bunch still. Cause I'm trying to make sure that where it's at, it's, you know, getting warm enough up top yeah. there. Sure. But that is going to move out to the garage with everything else too. So I can sort of monitor that and keep an eye on it and, um, get everybody down and prepped, prepped, prepped. Had to place a mouse order like the last week before last for the first time, and I don't know how long. So shout out to Big Cheese. That's who I used like many, many, many moons ago, and I was Sweet. always always happy with them. Prices were always decent, quality. You know, the rodent was good. Um. And same thing, you know, I got, I ordered mostly pinkies and fuzzies. Um, 
just to take pressure off the off the colony that we have right now just um you know they would pop out litters and because i have so much smaller stuff i would need to feed them off and like so yeah. i told finally broke down and said i just need to order make an order and uh hopefully sort of get the the colony back on track cuz i i really planned poorly there because i didn't raise up any litters and so now i have a bunch of breeders that are getting older and they're not producing as much and so I was ask you, do you do you guys take breaks with them like we do with snakes what do you mean like give her take a, a a breeder mom and just like give her a year off or is the lifespan not long enough to really No, their lifespan isn't long yeah. enough to, to really warrant that um yeah, Mike Cameron said he, he's had good luck with Big Cheese. That's just who I used. I did some price comparison and sort of shopped around a little bit. And honestly, Big Cheese uh, seems to be the most reasonable. Like, it's not the cheapest option. It's not the most expensive. Shipping was like flat 29 bucks. So nice. that's solid. You know, I overall, I was like, I ended up dropping like 200 bucks with them. But good. Um, I'm happy with it. You know, I got a couple hundred pinkies and fuzzies and i got a couple hoppers for some of the bigger stuff uh the hoppers were a little on the smaller side than kind of what i was expecting them to be for the like the yearling size corns and the stuff that's a little bigger than that it's perfect um for some of the chondros i was like this is just a little morsel the pines forget about it pines looked at that like what the hell dude i want a, I want a real meal so yeah no more of this popcorn chicken crab yeah <laughs> But, I mean, this time of year, I kind of, I don't, everyone else, like, while they're not in cooling, they definitely don't get fed as much. So, you know, trying to, everyone's getting cooled down to a degree, so. Good. Awesome. That's what we like to see. Tis the season. So, has your wife busted out all the Christmas decor? Um, not yet. We're probably going to this weekend, though. Cool. Good. Yeah. Anna Maria and her mom got the tree up, and uh, I'm probably going to help my mom with hers maybe this weekend. Going to see. And uh, yeah, we maybe were, it's yeah, in we full effect to, down here. We were going to start putting some up this weekend, but it was raining off and on and just fairly gross. So just it's like, let's just do it next weekend, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, Robert, thank you very much. Yeah, no kidding, Mike. So get your feeders going soon. That's not a fun bill to pay every few months. Yeah, I've watched, you know, Jake and everyone else have to do it periodically. And it's like, Damn. Yeah. Especially like people that have been buying the same amount for the same, like, how do I phrase this? So you get a, an individual person who buys like a pack of pups, a pack of hoppers, a pack of X breeders, and a pack of small rats, right? And it's the same order every so many months. And you just watch it go from like a little bit, little bit, little bit, wham, 2022, spike it, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, I don't mind doing it periodically to sort of take some, some pressure off the, the colony, but... Ideally, I'm trying to get them to pop out enough and consistently to not have to do that. I get it, man. I get it. And like, I feel a lot alive um, 
just because honestly, like I'm, I'm spoiled. I'm so close to underground's retail store that I, I get live for a lot of the stuff, a lot of the smaller stuff, a lot of the venomous mm-hmm. and it's just easy. I just throw it in and walk away, you know? Yep. Um, but I'm going to have to slowly start converting because live is just that much more nowadays, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, other than that, though, I mean, it's, there's nothing, nothing new going on. Good. No news is good news. I mean, there's, so I went to the doctor this morning for the first time in a really? long time. Nice. Good for you. Uh, guess guess who's diabetic? Really? Really? What are, like what kind? Like I'm waiting the lab results will be be around hopefully tomorrow. We'll have a better idea of how rough it is, but it's not great. Yeah. So take care of your health, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty of uh, procrastinating that a lot. So I just laughed and looked at the doctor and I was like, this is why I don't come and see you people. Like <laughs> exactly. you never have anything good to tell me. Look, we can we can get bad news every time we go into the doctor, or we can die at a ripe old age of 35. You know, decisions. So yeah. And it, it wasn't much of a surprise, honestly. It was like, yeah, it's it was I'd kind of dealt with some of it a couple of years ago back in like 2018, and you know, so wasn't a massive shock. I was like, okay, so back to getting more active and stopping, stop, stop eating like a moron. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, got the knowledge and can address it and nip it in the bud, so to speak. Yep. So it's good. But my uh, blood pressure was perfect. Oh, oh, nice. Which nice. was surprising. I was not expecting that at all. She's like, yeah, it's like dead on. I was like, okay. Cool. That was not <laughs> at least something worked out, you know. But well, I, I know that mine's elevated, and I need to go address that. So uh, sooner than later, right? Chili's will go out of business because he said, "Look, I'm not like just like with with Kasiki and his wings. I'm gonna yeah. have, a, have a cheat cheat day every once in a while. So. <laughs> it's good." That's good. No. <laughs> Christian Parr, I think I would die yeah. of the ice cream every night. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got so I got I got commended for like I told her she asked how much caffeine I drank and I laughed and I said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, What do you drink? And I was like, energy drinks. She's like, What is it? I'm like, I get the sugar free, the monster white the white white monsters. She's like, oh, that's good. No sugar. It's that's better. I'm like, thank you. Good. Excellent. And she tried to get me to. She tried to tell me cigars were bad for me, and that's when I was like, all right, look, lady. Now you just crossed the damn line. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> well, I was telling to Maria, it, it was crazy that when we went up to the Asheville area, I saw like outside of restaurants, outside of bars, they would have like the little ashtray stick tree thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, and they all had like smoking section that way, you know, which is the, the comes with the times, you know. I miss the days of having a Denver omelet at Denny's, smoking my cigarette indoors. Uh, those were the good days, but I digress. Um, I noticed that there was like cigarettes in the ashtrays at like restaurants and stuff, but I was the only one out smoking. 
no one was smoking. And I know that like those mountain towns are very seasonal and they're very tourist based, but it almost felt to me like it was a, like smoking had almost become like a, I don't want to say a, 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 like a poor person thing because like where we were was very bougie, very ritzy and no one was smoking. And I was like, this is really weird. Is everyone all of a sudden healthy? Like this is mind boggling to me. So just, just an observation. Yeah, I, I mean, in the like the general Asheville area, though, I think it's uh, in, like a lot of those sort of hipper, younger cities and stuff. Yeah. Smoking isn't isn't cool anymore, bro. Yeah, you smoke weed in church, but God forbid you have a cigarette with your meal. <laughs> Oof. Got a freaking vape pen the size of a football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh God. Um. So. Meanwhile, I notice I'm like clearing my throat this whole show, and like everyone's probably thinking I'm dying from smoking so much. And it's like, no, I'm <laughs> drinking sweet tea, and I have a no. freaking Dendra baby stuck in my throat. Yeah, she. Uh, so she basically was like, you know, not smoking is better than smoking at all, but cigarettes are probably the worst. And I was like, that's good because I've never touched one, never wanted to, never will. And uh, just was like, I'm not smoking as much as I was, which is true. I was smoking way more when I was working at the shop. Yeah, that's uh, true. So it has cut back a good bit. But I mean, dude, you were smoking like four or five cigars a day. It right? depended on the day. Oh, okay. Um, and I've been smoking cigars for a handful of years now, too. So like probably close to 10, I think. Um, but in the chat shout out to utah edc said first time finally been able to join the live love the show guys nice. inspired my love for panther office awesome awesome that's that's why we're here that's what we like to hear <clears throat> and dominique has graced us with her presence she has yes and i will go to kentucky and i will smoke indoors thank you very much a rare sight yes truly um, a sight to be are we ready for some 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 quizzes yes some games of chance Okay. Same thing. I got three different species. Uh, I don't know if you have things still that you have for up for grabs for prizes. Um, I still have stickers if people want stickers. Okay. So yeah. I've got shirts. I think I have a couple beanies left. So if whoever wins, you uh you know, you get your pick. So let's bring this up here. I think this is the yeah. All right. So that's a good one, man. If that's you're new, really one. if you're new here, uh, basically it's a guest species. Barrett, I are the superior pantherophis. Thank you, Mike. Just so everyone knows, uh, guest species. And then if you guess right after, you know, we usually do like a minute or so, um, wrong Keller, uh, then you get a, then you get a, a, you know, a prize a shirt or a hat or stickers, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. Whatever you prefer. So I do. I did. I did get a little bit of pleasure in you just shooting down Jason so quickly. <laughs> See, the problem is, is like, I know Keller's here when I make yeah. these. So I'm like, I have to be very specific in what I'm picking. Yes. Because I know that ass is going to friggin call it every time. And he's, yeah, like, he's. He's gonna get, he's, he's get good, kicked man. from, from he, playing the game because he already knows these things. He's good though. 
he's you know the problem is is because we're friends like we he doesn't need 10 shirts well no i wasn't gonna say that i was gonna say is that because we're friends we think very much alike and we like the same species so aside yeah, from right. him knowing a lot of snakes you know what i mean yep so oh Harry. Hey, there Harry. it is bing 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 bong bing bong all right Harry got it. Good job. We'll show the full picture in a moment. Number two. Ooh. I thought Could this one was a little anything. tricky. I, of course, I thought the fox snake one was tricky too, and people figured that out in like half a second. So, well, what's funny is is that this one is number two. It it could very well be number three as well. You are right there. So yeah, it's very similar to number three. So I mean, not terribly similar, I don't think, just because they happen to be in the same like half of the world. No, I was I was more referring to coloration. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like this one's saddles are you know completely different, but at glance, are we going to give continent or no? Um, we will after after like thirty or sixty seconds or so. Sounds it good. It's not it's not uh, Burris. It is not McGregor. I and I can't even do cool stuff like McGregor. I because I know Keller's gonna know what it is. Yeah, I know. I know. So. <laughs> Rough gray snake. <laughs> That's true. It is, is a it, rough. It's not keeled, is it? No. She told I me think... that my my right eye earlier. I had twenty twenty vision, and then in my left eye I was like twenty four something. And I'm like, there's no way that's right because I can barely freaking see what's going on six feet away. Not an anery <laughs> corn. Not an Asclepian rat. Not a Protobothrops cornuda. Killer's just throwing cornudas out and see which one sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'll tell you though, the picture is deceiving because, like, it's not keeled, but it, the picture kind of gives it that look. You know, mm-hmm. that was a hint, people. Not keeled. See, and this one though, I even tried to. I I was like, let me not make it super hard. Yeah. Let me make it something that we're all familiar with which this is one that we are all familiar with we are if you don't own it you know someone who does especially in like our group of and it is, you know, eclectic it is, friends it is old world yes it is not new world yes yes it's not killed it's braille <laughs> <laughs> oh Keller was the first one to get it. It is a Clemicophora. Yep. I was waiting for the, the group chat to catch up. Keller got it, baby. He got it. He might just get a king snake. <laughs> Send him his same king Joke's snake. Jokes on you. <laughs> you better be home between the hours of 11 and 1. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the box up with glitter so when he opens it, like put one of those glitter bombs in there with oh it. Oh my god, a glitter, glitter bomb cow king. Ugh. Two horrible, horrible things. 
Okay. Number three. Ooh. Ah. I feel like I'm looking at one of those pictures where you have to cross your eyes to see the image and move your face close to the screen and back. <laughs> yeah, right. What's funny is, like, a I didn't schooner. know. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastard. A schooner is a sailboat. <laughs> um, I had no idea that Smitty was picking this picture. I knew the species, but I didn't know he was picking this picture. And this could be so many freaking snakes now. Horrible, Smitty. Horrible. You think that wasn't done on purpose? <clears throat> of course, of course. It's not dry mark on. This too is old world. See, and this is how I know I did a good, I did a good job. You, you did a good job, bro. You did a good job. When it makes people zig when they should have zagged. Yep. <laughs> There's not a Taiwan beauty. There's not a king rat. <laughs> By the way, Vic, since you're here, your Hondurans are savages. Savages. It is not a Nivea. That's a good guess, though. That was like the very first one of these we did was a uh, uh, cape. Yeah. I've also been trying to keep it to snakes. I've been tempted to do some other stuff, but I I just figured. Yeah. Since it's snakes and stogies, it's not Ganyasoma. I'm also trying not to repeat species that we've already done too. I don't feel like yeah. we're there yet, so. Yeah, I mean, it least, is not one we've done before. Yeah. None of these are actually, uh, and it it's hard because you can't you you can repeat genera, but it's right. gonna be a very different looking genera. Yeah, yeah. And yes, Gron, we will throw some lizards from time to time. Dang, he's got him good. There's not an inland taipan. That's a good, good guess too. Yeah, if the, if the braiding on this <clears throat> on the other parts, the black braiding wasn't there, it could totally pass for uh, uh, summer colors. You know. All right. We given the uh, the genera as a. Uh, Jeez Louise. Well, now nobody wins because Keller got it and Keller already got a shirt, damn it. <laughs> Dude, he, he hacked uh, He's got to have I think he's, he's figured something out. Yeah. He's, he's doing the Google Lens thing where he does the reverse image search and that's how he's figuring it out. No, you know what he's got is he's got that uh, a TFH Atlas of Snakes of the World book mm -hmm. in his lap and he's just flipping through species. Uh, it was... Uh, Tyus mucosa. So the first one was Bittus called Dallas. Yeah. Very cool little dwarf Bittus. I almost did Cornuda, but I was like, nah. I was like, Keller. I knew Keller would 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 pin that one down quick. So I, I changed it. Did call Dallas, which I think are cooler anyways. Um, next is a Japanese rat. A very gray one, not really a whole lot of the, the greenish, weird, mossy color. 
Yeah, but I'm glad uh, you zoomed in, man. Because like if you had zoomed out just yeah, a little bit, yeah, no, that pattern would have been dead away in a heartbeat. Away. Yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't want to get the tail either, because it's it's even more obvious on the tail there. Yeah. So, um, and then yep, nice mucosa. Nice. So it's a great looking animal. <laughs> Harry said, "I only knew it was called Alice because I was staring at Glob King's photo one earlier." <laughs> that's good. And Randy, we'll we'll get some other uh some, we'll get some boas and pythons in there, brother. See, the problem is, is I can't really do like chondros and stuff because it's it's no, too I mean, easy. It's too you, obvious. You, you can, you gotta be creative with it. Gotta be creative. It's what we do. It's what we yeah. do. Hmm. So don't feel bad. That was a I didn't I didn't choose a sort of the like I said, the normal looking Japanese rat that you see, I had to go with something a little more. Oh, okay. Keller said, I meant call Dallas, but I got the names mixed up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should have all three. <laughs> it's going to be a game now at this point. Guess before Keller does. Yeah. Right. Like an ass. What's that guy? Ken Jennings from uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's gonna be our Ken our Ken. So we will be in touch. Uh Harry, you know, we'll hit you up. Keller, go to hell. Um what else? We have the end of the year approaching. I yeah. Think the last THN episode minus uh, Lizard Brain Radio. It's going to be the 12th. Uh, we all got together last night and had a meeting picking out our people of the year for the various shows. They have been chosen. Uh, the People's Choice thing, which we did, that's kind of getting scrapped and reevaluate re how to do that next year because, frankly, we didn't get a ton of votes and there wasn't enough sort of with one for on one person in particular to to warrant sort of doing it so i have to figure out a way to get that out there more um yeah. next year yeah. and make that happen so but we have our picks uh which we will all be getting together on what looks like the 12th yep um and we'll be telling everyone our picks for that for each show we'll be- so THN live. Yep. So THB is going to have a person. Snakes and Stogie is going to have a person. Cornstars has a person. Um, what show am I forgetting? Bill, like Lizard Brain is going to have a person. One, two, three, four. Is that right? Is that all of them? Yeah. That's all. And then, a, and then a THN, like a network person, where all of us unanimously agreed on one person to be sort of the. The person, yes. So, and then we're we're trying to figure out exactly how we're gonna like for the THN person, I guess, like this this round and moving forward, like making a plaque or something cool. I don't know, like making it, yeah, making it a thing. Yeah, absolutely. But a memento of our appreciation and 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 admiration. That's right. Get one of get Chris to do one of his world famous uh phallic drawings. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jason Rainman Keller. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 
That is good. <laughs> uh, for those of you who aren't reading that, it says, it says, uh, Cordalis. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely Cordalis. <laughs> uh, so next week on Snakes and Stogies, we're going to do, um, a, what we call herper slang. And basically there's a lot of lingo that we in our little community use and people that are up and coming into it or just getting started or people have been doing it forever and they just never Googled what it meant. We're going to try and put together a comprehensive list of normal words that we in our community use on a regular basis that other people may not know. Right. We spoke about, you know, herping the cut in West Texas and like, what is a cut and things like that. So if any of you guys want clarification or think that there might be a word or a phrase or something that we may have missed or we, or, or you'd like to share with us and we could talk about that, feel free to DM Justin or myself or any of the THB guys. And we'll try and get this list together. And next week we'll, we'll dive into it, you know, and we kind of want to, we're going to try and cover all aspects of herpetoculture, whether it be, you know, in field herping or captive husbandry or equipment or <laughs> medical terms, whatever it may be, and basically try and put this list together to help everybody out, ourselves included, you know. For each one, we should have to have an example of how to use it in a sentence. <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny. It would be funny. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That'd be good. <laughs> Uh, Dominique's got jokes tonight. That's what happens. She disappears and then she comes out of the darkness swinging. Yeah. Like a bat out of hell. <laughs> Haven't seen her for six months and then heckle. I <laughs> yeah. uh, love it. Love it. So, yeah. So, if you guys have uh, anything you want to message us with, just to add it, even if you know what it means and you think that other people should, shoot us, shoot us a message and we'll try and get that list together. So, it'll be an exciting show. I'm excited mm -hmm. for it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like ba the basis of sort of the the meeting the hosts had last night, um, was basically you know talking about our our picks for people of the year for 2022, and then sort of new plans for 2023 in terms of changes. What do we want to do? What what do we not want to do anymore? Like, so I also leave that open to the people if you have suggestions or things you'd like us to to things you'd like to see at least with the network and what we're doing um throw it at us i mean i'm not going to be i'm not going to scoff at anything you know it's uh it's just as much y'all show as it is ours so yeah we couldn't do ideas, it without yeah we couldn't do it without you guys um one of the things that we did think of this actually came up during the last episode we did with chris uh was starting to do like one-on-one -on -one series or 101 series. I'm sorry, not 101. Yeah, 101. Sure, I did. Come on. <laughs> uh, basically, like Chris was here. Chris isn't super hip to carpets, and so Chris was asking a bunch of questions about carpets that were that were pretty standard, like baseline stuff. Uh, so I had the idea of like maybe once a month or so, we get someone on to sort of start from the bottom and go up. You know, if we're doing like a carpets one uh, 101, so I'm so used to doing the one on ones with Jake. <clears throat> um, carpets one on uh, 101, Jesus. Uh, basically, just talking about like here's the different localities or types, subspecies, whatever you want to call them. 
um, you know, like a, a map, sort of like what Julander put together for the book, an explanation, um, the various morphs that are there, which subspecies are sort of attributed to. Um, and just like basically if someone's looking for information on carpet pythons and they're, they don't know where to start, we want to essentially find the person that we would send those people to and have them on and basically spell it out. So if you're, it'd be something like if you're for carpets in particular, cause that's the example I'm, I'm using, you know, if you're looking for something uh, more sort of, I guess, advanced or something information wise that that's past sort of the base level that probably won't be the shows for you, but basically we want them to be there as a reference for people that are looking for that kind of thing. Um, and I think we decided that I don't know if the, I don't think it'll be audio format. I think it might just be YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I figure we can, we'll, we'll we put can together, do both. We'll but... put together the first episode hundred percent for YouTube. And then if the audio sounds good, we can always just add it, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be any more labor yeah. intensive than, than anything else. So yeah. Uh, I want to keep doing the five questions with series. I know I was on a roll with that. For a while and that slowed down mostly just because of the job change and stuff um definitely want to want to get back to that uh not a new thn podcast we are not adding we did decide unanimously that we are not adding anything show wise to the lineup yep um i think we're pretty all pretty content with with where things are at now yeah just some um, side plates you know yeah just basically trying to either better or maybe expand what we're already doing and uh, this is something I like every year, especially this time of the year is when I start kind of thinking like where, like, where can we improve? Where can things get better? What should we do? What should we stop doing? Uh, and full disclosure, I think Contracast might be pretty much on the chopping block to, to be done, done. So. All right. I mean, that's how you feel. I know there's a lot of people, myself included, that think that you should still keep it around and just do it on a blue moon, you know? I mean, it when, pretty much doesn't exist now, so... But, but I mean, it could, you know? Do it once a year, do it twice a year, whatever. Play around with it. I don't know. I just... Uh, honestly, the, the desire to even do that, that show hasn't really been there. Um, I think it's for sort of a multitude of reasons, but for the most part, I'm just kind of like, I don't... It's it's what I've talked about previously of it feels very repetitive. Like when you have a show that's specific to something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh they'll never make Podfather with that attitude. Forgive me, Podfather, for I've sinned. Uh like Cornstars is a little different because there's a much bigger scope of things to yeah. discuss there like conjos you're it's it's much narrower bottlenecks a lot more and so it kind of feels like it's like every episode like we it's the same questions same information and i just don't feel that it really brings much to the to the table um minus talking to some of like the older guys that have been doing it a really <laughs> long time and you know i don't know i haven't really made a a, a final decision on that yet but yeah no need to put a nail in a coffin yet i got the i have the nail lined up i'm about to swing the hammer 
Well, how about this? How would you feel about making the first 101 about getting your first chondro? You yeah. know, how to how to shop, how to prepare, how to set it and up. Someone someone mentioned that as being a chondro cast episode of like uh, yeah, I, intro dude, I to chondros. Yeah. So yeah. How to be Dominique at age 21. There you go. Yeah, and I could expand to do arboreal boas uh, and other stuff. Guns and Ganyasoma. Hey, I'm doing that. Um, I did ask the the Colubrid and Colubroid radio guys the other day. I was like, what does a guy got to do to get a Ganyasoma episode, man? And they were like, who are we going to get? I was like, I don't know. I just want a Ganyasoma episode. I happen. don't know if I got cut or Smitty got cut. Uh-oh. If someone could hear me, please. I can hear you. Can you see me? Uh-oh. Can you guys still see me? Am I still here? Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Yeah, and that's what those videos were for. They, uh... They they serve their purpose. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Hi. How's everybody? How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Phil should be back momentarily. I would love a Ganyasoma episode if if Dr. Loafman and Matt Most are listening. I'd I'd even like I just want to I'd even sit in for that one. Like I don't even want to talk. I just want to be there and listen. You there? You live? Yeah, I'm here. I, I couldn't your, tell it. Did your internet have a moment? It, well, I, it's, I think it's StreamYard acting up again. My internet's perfectly fine. I couldn't tell if you were cut or I was cut. And I was like, if anyone can hear me, you know, press one. And uh, then it went black and I got booted. So. Uh, Scoop of Steve, damn you. What'd I miss? Uh, Nothing. I was saying I was trying to get a Ganyasoma episode out of the, the CCR guys. Yeah. So, do a little dance. Dance monkey. He keeps pestering about a Spilotis episode. I'm waiting for that Molendorfi episode. Love to be a fly on the wall for that one. First <laughs> first thing about Ganya Soma episode is where to get good Ganya Soma. That is a tough one, man. Thanksgiving was good. Ate a Ate tons of pumpkin pie and played with corn snakes all week. Hell yeah. Subox and Senecolis. That's a good one. See, and they have, like, Dusty Rhodes is a prime person for that. It, he truly is. Senecolis, too. All that stuff. Do. Oh, a Chondro, White Lip Python, and Scrub in their kin podcast. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of it's just, uh, like I said, trying not to be too repetitive and sort of keep things fresh and interesting and try to 
come at things that maybe have already been covered at a different angle to sort of bring something different to the, to the table. So, yeah, that is something that I take super seriously with all the podcasts is like making sure there's substance. And I mean, they're not all going to be zingers, you know, they're not all going to be great. We've had a couple episodes over the years where I was just like, I wish I could redo that. Um, But most of the time I, I, we finish a show, I go to bed feeling pretty good about it. So like, I really do strive to bring, like, I want you to leave the podcast with something, you know, whether it's something like a major nugget of wisdom or, or something else, you know, just something. Yeah. Geckos and Gabagool. Gabagool. Yeah. What was your? Do you have a favorite podcast? Like that outside I of to? us, yeah. Like her podcast wise this year that you you really got into. I mean, I love Reptile Fight Club because it's it's guys and gals talking about topics relative to our community but it forces individuals to go against their beliefs, which I think is interesting. Um, so I listen to a lot of it, but uh, honestly, man, Colubrid Colubroid just slaying it. Just, you know, sword fresh out of the fire, just slaying it. Screaming. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I wondered, I thought about that too. Um, you know, should we have like a, podcast sort of of the year that we've all really gotten into outside of the network stuff and sure that would definitely be my pick would be colubrid and clue radio and then reptile fight club as well um yeah you know matt and zach do an incredible job with that show um i don't think i've missed a single episode yeah yeah, i've never missed a single episode there's just always always such cool stuff you know they're covering talking about and once again it's like leaving that you know, leaving, leaving the episode feeling like I, you know, like I took something away from that. I learned. Hell yeah. Uh, every time, every time. Pingleton show is good too. I will say that his, his flies under the radar a lot. Um, so much Pingle. That's a, that's a really good one as well. Uh, and then reptile fight club, like I said, because that, that format and what they're doing is just so different. Yeah. You know, it's such a simple idea. It's genius. Like I, I, idea i wish i'd come up with because it's just so it's so good um, yeah and and doc and chuck bring such a great dynamic they've been friends so long and they keep similar animals they also keep completely polar opposite animals and the camaraderie is is fantastic you know it just it just is so. absolutely yeah i still have to listen to some of the project herp episodes um i listened to one of the recent ones the one with uh philippe that i think was every, that everyone really listened to that episode yeah. and and to be to be brutally honest i, I love daffy's roundtable man yeah Fadi's the man he's he's, he's he did a he did a vet one recently that i need to go and listen to that i'm, I'm really interested in. yeah hell yeah oh and you know what i I didn't get on it in the beginning and I regret it 
because now I'm trying to play catch up and I because I, I can only listen to podcasts while I'm going to and from work and I get annoyed because I want to just sit and finish it and focus on it but I can't because I have to like you know be a grown up and shit but yeah. Herpological Highlights man mm-hmm. Herpological Highlights is a fantastic show it gives me information that I'm yearning for in a fun way and if it's a paper that I can't get on my own or I didn't even know existed, those two guys, man, they they break it down and they know what they're talking about, but they can also be very relatable to you know the the, the common folk, so to speak, air mm-hmm. quotes. Um, but I can't speak highly enough about herpetological highlights, man. Those guys are killing it. Killing it. Cox asked, did Boas 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 ever take off? I don't think it ever it didn't like not take off. I just think they've they've got three or like what three hosts. Yeah. And if there's anything we've learned, it's getting everyone pinned down on the same night for an extended period of time is really tough. Um it is very like I mean, pretty much everything we do because Chris's schedule is way more hectic than anyone else's. Like corn stars, I tell Chris, I'm like, you tell me when you want to do an episode and I will make sure I am free. Um and that's how we do that. And, you know, he's he's a hard man to pin down. It's just he's on call for work. So at any point, we've recorded episodes where he's like, dude, if there may be a point where I just have to get up and go. So he's like, just be prepared. If I do, like, I'm on call. Yeah. So I may just have to, I may have to jet. Um, so it's tough. It's definitely tough. It's harder than you would think it would be. Um, Let's not forget about the greatest podcast on air right now. Venom Exchange Radio. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one's shameless like the weird, plug. the weird, shameless plug in between child, like the 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 singular bridge between NPR and THN. It's the liaison. It's the yeah, it's the mediator. It is. Snake talk with Doctor Jenkins. There was a Eastern Diamondback episode he did not that long ago that I really enjoyed on that, where he talked to Bruce Means, which that's. I love that species so much, man. I would love to have Bruce on uh, just to talk about, just do, I want to do an Eastern Dimeback episode. You know, yeah. Just so, such cool snakes. But yeah. yeah, you and Nipper, man, you guys are doing a really good job with that too. Like that's another, another show that I, I don't think I've missed an episode. Um, Thank you. So, oh, there you go. See, he liked it so much. He just said, peace out. It's not StreamYard. It's it's his. It's his stuff. So everyone knows. He's old. He don't know how computers work. Snake talk. I need to look that one up. Brings me back to warm desert nights crammed in a car. Yep. Yeah, apparently you can't take a compliment because he just... Whatever. Releasing episodes of Venom Diaries on YouTube. No, I haven't. I'll have to check that out, too. <laughs> Peepaw Wolf and his great value internet. <laughs> oh. Is there any people that you guys want to see us have on? Pygmy Rattlers, yeah, absolutely. I feel like we talk about them a lot, but we haven't done any sort of like dedicated episode uh, about them. Like, I usually each year too, I kind of have a, a hit list together of uh, people that I definitely want to have on. And there's sort of like 
not really like ranked in any sort of super official fashion, but in my head, there's like the white whales. So there's like Dr. Boyer and some of the other super high up academics that I like at some point, they're sort of on more of like a life list than anything else. Not necessarily the annual list, but each year I'm like, okay, I want to hit at least like three of these people. Uh, and then, you know, there's, there's other people that I, I think would be sort of easier to pin down to have an episode. Cause a lot of those sort of higher up folks that are, especially in the medical field, like their schedules are even more crazy. So they're a little tougher to get, get pinned down, but Bill Hughes would be a good one. Um, there's a lot that, that we could do with him. He's, you know, he did Boyga for a really long time. Um, Madagascan tree boas, all that stuff. Um, yeah, Burke. Gonna have Burke on all the time. I've seen two so far. What would be nice, and I was wondering about this because I was thinking about Mark O'Shea the other day, is like, if there was a way that we could... Surely somewhere, O'Shea's Big Adventure is sitting on a hard drive or in some DVD boxes somewhere. You need to find someone to hunt those down and figure out how we can get those released. I'd love to watch all those again. <clears throat> but I love talking to Burke. You know, I, we need to get Rob Stone on again at some point. I definitely want to have Matt Most on again. I feel like the one or two times we've had him on, we didn't we didn't cover nearly as much as we wanted to, and that's just because he's doing so much stuff. Uh, you know, he's got so many different species and whatnot. It's it's hard to hard to possibly hit it all in one one go. Got to have Pete call dropped off at your house for an evening. We'll send you money for liquor. Oh. That's a that's a lot. He's back. I don't get it, man. I, I just checked my router. My router is good. I just did a speed test. I got 22.5 megabytes upload. It's got to be StreamYard. It's got to be. And when I signed back in, it gave me this advertisement. It was like, sign up now for a free webinar. Fuck you, StreamYard. We love you. So we were discussing... Uh, people that they like to see us host at some point, be it in the next next year or in the future. And then Cox dropped this nugget of wisdom that made me cackle. <laughs> nice, thanks, Cox. <laughs> I actually. So, I, do you I'll, have anybody that you'd like to see be a host that I would like to see? Be no, a like host? to have on the shows. Oh, geez, I have a laundry list. I have, I, you, I see, so I was I was explaining to you that I have like my life list, quote unquote. Which sure, is like sure. The white the white whales, mm -hmm. so like Doctor Boyer, right, right, and like just uh, you know those higher up people yeah, that Marco I feel like are going to be very hard to to yeah. pin down to make happen. Right, right. Um, and then there's you know a, a mental list of a ton of other people too. So, well, and and here's my thing too is that I. I, I dare I say I'm selfish where like when you and I were both doing THP and snakes and stogies in my mind, I was like, is this person a better fit for THP or is this person a better fit for snakes and stogies? 
And now I'm doing the same thing in the sense of, is this person a better fit for snakes and stogies where we have the open forum and it's live and we can show pictures yeah. or do I want to lock them down for venom exchange? <clears throat> Not saying that we couldn't have them also on a network show as well. Um, but like a lot of the guests that I have contacted and talked to, they don't want to be on camera or, you know, they can't do a Monday night per se, you know what I mean? If, especially if it's international. But then I've also got a lot of people that are like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. And then it's like, how about this week? No. How about next week? No. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like somebody that I want to have on really, really on this show really badly is Trace Harden. I love Trace. He's a fantastic human being. And I last time I'd spoken to him about coming on air was probably back in April or May. And he's like, look, man, I'm doing a bunch of reptile room renovations. I got a ton of work. My 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 day job is kicking. Why don't we revisit this in June? And I dropped the ball. So that's one person that I know would love to come on here. It would be mm -hmm. a ton of fun, you know? Like, I've talked to Dr. Boyer, and she's mm -hmm. interested, too. It was just one of those things where she's like, this this quarter is, is a bad time. Hit me back up in, you know, yeah, four, six months, whatever. Um, so... Kristen Wiley, I think she's also agreed. She's like, I've like I've hit some of these people up that are like, yeah, all time got to have them on. Uh, and it's not from a lack of them wanting to, you know, it's just kind of figure out the schedule to, to make it work. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I got a guy who I've been talking to who's in Lebanon and uh, he lives just outside of Beirut and trying to get him down for a Vipera episode with Venom Exchange. And, uh, Again, another beautiful candidate for this show as well, because he's not just a venomous guy. He does a ton of uh, local herp fauna in general and does a lot of rescues and rehabs, too. But the problem is he legitimately tells me he's like he speaks pretty, pretty all right English. And he tells me, oh, I don't know if we can do it on Wednesday. I don't know if I'll have electricity mm -hmm. because like the government just shuts it off. Right. You know, so like trying to get things like that. And I know there's a ton of people stateside, and we have our list of stateside awesome people too. Um, but I don't want to—I don't want to let too many cats out of the bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like we had Valentine on. Mm -hmm. Like that—that that dude's awesome. I'm—I'm I'm glad we got him. You know, we have to do another one with just him and 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 show off some of his his solo accolades. You know? Yeah. I was saying how. Um, you know, we haven't had Stone on in a while. I really want to do another episode with Matt Most, whether that's on here. Yeah, that, that's got to happen. Yeah. Um, just because I was saying while you were gone, like he has so much stuff that you can't possibly get to everything you want to get to. Yeah. In a single episode. Yeah. There's some of those episodes where I feel like like we've had someone on and we're gonna have them on again. Um, where it's like that first episode, I just didn't feel satisfied that I we got. We, we covered what what i wanted to cover that we got enough of enough you know out sure of it. sure so, yeah matt's one of those guys man where i was like we had we had him on and his his episode was was good but i feel like i i you feel like we're, we're cheating the listeners I because felt it's like not was, all that it could we be didn't get yeah 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 I, we gotta gotta do it again yeah and to be brutally honest like not to call him out or like to poke fun at chris but like you and Chris need to have Lassiter on Corn Stars. Like, even if you don't talk corn snakes, you gotta do it, man. Mm, I see, mean, we, we we drank with the guy in Daytona for crying out loud. 
He's got corns now. Chris Chris sold him some or gave him oh, some. Oh, yeah, there you go. But, you know, Westmoreland, he's in the chat. Like, I yeah. love talking to, talking to Eric. He keeps posting stuff for sale that I <laughs> don't need. And just, I need them, but I don't need them. You know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. But honestly, Cornstars, man, that's that's been maybe I'm biased, but that's been one of my favorite shows to do on a But you know what it is, is that basis. you're you're getting nostalgic, right? It's your childhood. It's something you and your old man did. And now you're stepping up to the next level. You got a great group of animals. You're hanging out with some great, you know, Pantherophis peoples. You know, it's it's the time. You know, you're it's fresh. You're excited. I love it. It's just fun. Yeah, and I love Chris. Like Chris is one of my all-time favorite human Dude, beings, without, yeah. like, without a doubt. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, see, Lasseter though, like I think not doing it live would make a yeah. big difference. Yeah, and absolutely. He's just—he's uh, just—he's a shy guy. Like he's he's a, he's a he's a very shy fellow. Very reserved. And I give I give him kudos for that, you know. Oh, absolutely. So, <clears throat> what do we we need to start getting a list together of the one hundred and one? We do. We need more amphibian people too. I mean, I know this is a snake yeah. show, but we got it. We got it. And I actually I, I talked to a couple cats this weekend, and. uh who aren't necessarily amphibian specific, but they do a lot of northern herping and a, a lot of salamander hunting and stuff. And we gotta gotta do some some salamander and some toad action. Gotta get in it. That's I don't know. I don't get as excited about those. Like, if it were dark frogs, then I'd be all about it. But get them too. We need a mantella person. Is what we need. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. That's one of those things where I don't I haven't seen anybody super focused on those. It's always been one of those things where it's like, yeah, I've got all these dendrobates and it's like I got a tank of mantellas too, just just cause. You know, yeah. they're cool. Yeah. I, I and I don't know why. I feel like there's probably a, a, a secret group of, of individuals stateside that are really really doing awesome things with the Mantellas and they just keep to themselves. They're like, uh, those dart frog people. Yeah. I mean, there's still people keeping them. Like I said, it's just always one of those, uh, just like side things where people have a tank or two and then maybe they only have it for a couple of years and then they just like, yeah, it just wasn't my thing. So you need to clue me in into who that is there. Gillen. Make that happen. I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on up in Canada too that we just don't. There's a lot of people there that we could probably talk to. And Phil froze up again. When's he going to drop? And that is that is one of the reasons why I don't really want to add any shows to the network is because like you do get to a point to where. Like if we have like THP, which covers a little bit of everything, and then we have Lizard Brain, I'm more weary to have 
lizard people on THP because then that that puts a like that requires Bill then to circle back later like that episode he would have done with that person needs to get pushed down the line um so you do got to kind of kind of be a little conscientious of of what shows uh get who um you know same like with what with Phil and Venom Exchange stuff like we could totally have the same person on both shows but that just makes it a little harder for Phil cuz now you have to think of things to talk about that you weren't already covered yeah and i think that if if i mean let's pick uh pick someone like Ryan Reed right like we could do a whole snakes and stogies thing about Ryan Reed and like all his awesome animals and the frogs and the beadeds and the snakes and everything and like stuff that he used to do and like the crazy venomous collection he used to do and then i can have him on venom exchange and just talk about beadeds you know what i mean something yeah. to that extent yeah. you know like there's tons to go around it's just figuring out how we want to choreograph it so and that's kind of the beauty of of mm-hmm. like the networks and all of us being friends and being able to communicate you know I mean, it's it's interesting, too, because there's like having the other networks and stuff around. I don't look at it as like a competition thing at all. Yeah, neither do I. I think if anything, it pushes everyone, us included, to put more thought into what we're going to cover with that person. Because if like they're on the NPR stuff and they talk about one thing, (laughs) I want to listen to that and think of things that maybe I would have wanted to cover yeah and different angles to ask like comment things um and i think overall that's a that's a net positive for everybody because you know a you're getting more information covered it's just on different platforms and different people Um, agreed but you do like i do want to i do try to space that out so like if like pinnell is a good example like if npr had done an episode with pinnell three weeks ago I would have wanted to wait at least a month or two before Agreed. we had him on. You know? And and even like your episode on Conjurecast with Natush, which is one of my favorite, legit, one of my favorite podcasts I've ever listened to in our community. And I'm not even a Conjure guy. Like that episode with him from Conjurecast was fantastic. NPR had him on. Yeah, yeah it was a NPR. Well, I was gonna say is NPR had him on recently with, to to that episode with, that you did. But it wasn't the same episode. It was it's a completely different episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. you talked about similar topics and similar things, but it was a completely different show. And I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the with the five questions episode uh, you know, episodes that I do. Like yeah. when I put those questions together, I put more time into those five questions than I do the outlines for most of the shows, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I but it's it. because it's like we're not we don't have time constraints i don't have to worry about tangents like i can ask the question and really think about it and then get it you know yeah yeah so those i like and it's it's i like doing those too because i can also like the questions i would ask bill about public education are going to be vastly different from the ones i'm going to ask chris about you know colubrids yeah Yeah, and to have them so focused and have such an emphasis on making sure it's it's a good question like i avoid with the five question series sort of basic 
questions for the most part. Like I want them to be more so opinions and philosophies on things rather than how to's. Yeah. You know, that's become so much more of my, my sort of interest in terms of like the podcast and how things have progressed. Uh, and I'm sure it's, it's shown itself uh, subconsciously or consciously, but like with Pinnell, like I said, we already, we've heard everything we, that we, we, we know everything about his time with, with coastals. Like, yeah, we could have talked to him about coastals way more, but me and Jake being more pop one guys, like I want to know what his time with those was like, even if it was brief, yeah, he still had some just absolutely killer pop ones. And it's like, I feel like those didn't really get touched on much in, in past shows that he was on. Right. Um, and then to find out that he's doing all that other stuff outside of those, like he's yeah. got a ton of other stuff and it's, you know, it's just like, there's more there. And I want to, I want to, go around the corner and get the uh the other stuff you know yeah yeah dude we're just talking about white whales like <clears throat> having johan Morer on venom exchange with nipper was 100 percent one of like my top three white whales for me right <clears throat> excuse me and yeah you had been talking about having him on for a long I, time i like, know i know we were working on legit working on and he's such a wonderful guy like just to chat with and talk to and like when i was looking for pictures for backdrops he's like oh i've never i've never got landscapes of that area but i have two other you know proteges that have i'll get you their information and the dude's just like sent me pictures of that kindness of their heart like like it's such it's such a great community we're in but we talked to johan for about two hours and we had questions that we 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 had pre-talked about and and wanted to hear about his career and his experiences, but the dude's got so much freaking knowledge. I got to get him back on for, you know, uh, uh, anti-venom, you know, administering and the African Snakebite Institute and, and, and all the work that they're doing and like the training and, and just field herping. And like, you have one individual that we could get five freaking shows, six freaking shows out of it. You know what I mean? We just, we got to play yeah. accordingly, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, Craig Woods. He's, I know Jake's wanted to have him on for a couple of years now. Yeah. And I really would like to have more international guests on, but the times, you know, time zones yeah. and stuff like that make that really hard because it almost always requires us to do it on a weekend, which isn't a big deal because Jake and I are off on weekends now. Like I'm more able to do that now than I was six months ago. Right. Um, and maybe that's something that me and Jake start putting more emphasis on and doing that kind of thing. Uh, sure. You know, like Scott and Ty, you know, I feel like yeah. there's a ton there that never gets covered. Yeah. Uh, or that we've never just gotten to because there's just so much stuff to unpack so with them. So much stuff. You know? Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. Jake Hansen, we haven't had him on in a really long time. Like he's doing awesome stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, Got to get him back on. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a ton of, ton of, whole nother like just massive warehouse of other people to yeah get into there you know it goes far beyond a little laundry list yes yeah and somehow we managed to pull it off because as far as like scheduling and and planning out episodes ahead of time uh doesn't happen very often here it's one of those things where it's like we have people in mind and we'll hit them up and maybe they're like, ah, oh, I can't do it this month, but hit me up in, you know, 
next two months and so like mentally yeah. i'm like okay and then i'll be scrolling and i'll be like you know it's time to hit them up again and see where they're at and it's like if they have to punt it again no problem we'll circle back you know it's just yep there's a system it's not set in stone by any means but keep on trucking there's a system need to go back and look at how long we've been doing this i know feel like we we didn't keep track of any of that like i did with thp and the other stuff well i mean we can i mean we're at 144 episodes you know minus one or two and then there was probably it was or three instagram lives before we did the first i think so yeah i don't really count those though so you figure yeah that's true it's a lot man we've been we've been we've been doing it you know it's good because this will be this will be our third year of snakes and stogies I'll have to look, maybe. Yeah, we gotta look. Oh, I don't maybe two. I think we're going into I think we're no, like I think, next yeah, I year for THP is five. Yeah, I think Just we're going are phone. we going into four? Let me let me look. Look, I got the no, app on my phone. No way. No way. No way. I'd say three max. Here, entertain the masses while I Google this. Okay. <laughs> Are you entertained? Are you not entertained? This playlist has a lot of really crappy music on it. Yeah. Five years THP coming in March. It's crazy. And we were sure that it was going to die after like six months. So, first episode of THP was March 13th, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then, first episode of Snakes and Stogies. Because uh, I know there was a little lapse where I don't think they were. Were they not on here? They were on YouTube only, I think, right? Um, Maybe. You expect me to remember that kind of thing? Yeah. Hello. Hmm. We need to do a heliderma episode. Yeah, I got like I got like three or four people that we gotta get and do that a hundred percent. I don't know if I'm actually going to have any. I know we've been, that's been a discussion for like the last year, <laughs> but I don't know what the status of that is. There's things that have changed severely. <clears throat> Dude, just Harry. He said, "I'd leave my I'd leave my damn state for Heliderma. Just move to South Carolina. Literally, like three hours from Jacksonville, if that." It's like right over the right over the border. Gainesville is like a four hour drive. Same with Daytona. We're right here. 
Okay, so there's a, a a jump in the numbers from because like you 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 uploaded all the Conjurecasts at once, and then you went back and put THP back in, but it's Snakes and Stogies episode one was July thirtieth of twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Well, hold on a second. That doesn't make sense because it says episode two is July 31st of 2020. So that can't be right. And then, yeah, episode three, episode four, they're all July 31st. <laughs> all right. Well, crap. Okay, then I went back and uploaded those. Yeah. So then we go. Yeah, because you were, you were uploading like three or four episodes a day for like the summer to catch up with snakes and stogies. Let's go back on YouTube. Yeah, I think YouTube's going to be a way to do it. Mm. I'm getting there. Do it. Yeah, there's this actually says episode a... one was streamed two years ago. Episode one of Snakes and Stogies? Yeah. Was two years ago. It says two years or it's giving you like a date of like I'm, I'm about to July thirty first, twenty twenty one. Um December twenty ninth of twenty nineteen. December what was it? December twenty ninth? Yep. Of twenty nineteen. Wow. Okay. You know how young we look. You got photos? No. No. Oh, okay. But uh, speaking of Gila Monster stuff, so like uh, Daniel Beck, who wrote like the Gila Monster book, I keep forgetting to reach out to him, but I definitely want to get him in one of one of the shows. Because, like, the dude literally wrote the book on healers and beaded, you know. So, like, that's a great candidate. And, uh, and there's another guy who I gotta look him up on Facebook, pretty sure his name's Daniel as well, who's in central Florida. And, uh, he I'm pretty sure he runs one of the Gila Monster Facebook groups, but the dude was breeding so many Gila Monsters and had so many adult animals, like breeder stock, that he wound up, I don't know if he's retired or what, but he wound up converting his barn in the back of his property to be like a healer room where he has like i don't even know how wide it is it's like 15 by 15 uh, like a 15 foot diameter circle that has like a little concrete wall and then in there is like 10 or 15 adult breeder healers that all like live communally and there's like a creek that runs through it with like live cactus and shit it's crazy wow so I got to get in touch with him and, and pick his brain, too, see if he wants to come on a show. 20, December 2019. Nice. Yeah, so that's about to be, what, three years? Yeah. 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 Wild. Wild. What's up with your, your Uh, Chilling. 
just like chilling literally or just figuratively no fake figuratively figure. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you finally try to figure it out no, no definitely not um i'm not gonna do it man um i th- every year around this time i get a a, a tickle that tells me wild to hair buy a smaller dna proven male and just raise it up and i'm like Nah, fuck that. I like my pet. I just leave it be. So I only have the one female. She's gorgeous. She's healthy. She lives a good life. And I don't... I, it, it was too traumatic, man. It was too traumatic. I've, I I've, seen, you. I've seen a lot of animals do some messed up breeding stuff. I've had males kill females. I've had females kill males. But like for whatever reason, that Gila, I was like, we're not doing it. It's not happening. Sorry, I chickened out. Hmm. Rob Stone's going to yell at me now. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, I know. I know. Hmm. You finish your cigar already? No, it's halfway through. Just let it chill. It's getting a little hot. A little, little, little bitter. No, no, not bitter. Just, just hot. <clears throat> Are we gonna vend Daytona next year? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I have that, not. That, that requires an entire other meeting. It, it requires, I think, multiple meetings. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I was gonna split the table with Billy and Casey again. Um, it was briefly spoken about in bullshit passing um and we kind of we didn't plan for it to be like the hangout table but we knew that it could we knew that it was going to be and then when it did we were like all right we're, we're glad that we did that you know we we're, we glad we're glad that we made a base camp um i don't i i don't know i think it could be fun especially if we got taken care of some of the stuff we talked about in the meeting the other night i think that mm-hmm. could be very beneficial um and uh and yeah i guess we'll play it by ear we got a, we got a couple months to 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 negotiate that yeah i just I, it feels like the last like when we've ended last time there wasn't a whole much of a plan like i like yeah we planned yeah. but it was fairly short notice it was like right, shit right Daytona's in a month we need to figure out what we're doing yeah it was very much like we're gonna do x y and z but at the same time ah wing it you know right so yeah. it's gonna be interesting yeah yeah and I, I was even be interested to see if they do the second room thing next year again or if there's yeah that'll definitely be interesting definitely Speaking of Billy Hunt, if anyone wants any of these ladies' island corns that I produced, Billy Hunt has some for sale. That he does. That he does. Fat and happy, those little noodles. Have you been up his way at all lately? No. um, uh, We were planning on doing it in the beginning of the month, but I decided not to because Anna Marie and I were going away. And then we were going to try and squeeze a, a trip in. We, meaning me, Anna Marie, and Casey, try and squeeze a trip in uh, sometime before Christmas. 
but like this time of the year is just so crazy. And I know Billy's got two jobs and I know he's probably going to get some overtime at, at, mm-hmm. at the, uh, at the moonlighting gig because it is season, you know? Um, but I don't know. I got to figure that out. Um, I have some stuff I got to bring him and, uh, he has, I think he has one of my tubs. So we got to figure it out. I know he wanted me to bring him some sea serpent racks, but I don't know if he's actually like communicated that with them or bought them or anything, but I know like we were going to try and kill a couple birds with one stone and just, I'll just pick up the racks from Chris and just drive them up, make, make everyone happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm overdue. Definitely overdue. And I asked, actually, my, my brother bought a house and uh, he, he actually bought the house before they were building it. And uh, he got like the second house in the neighborhood or something. And he's in Orlando. So I got to make a trip up that way. And I got to see what uh, like long weekends I have coming up and see if I can swing doing seeing my brother and going to Billy in the same weekend and kind of choreograph yeah. that. So, and it sucks too because the past couple times that we did a little hangout at Billy's, KJ came over and which is great because we're all just drinking, talking about snakes. And, uh, but it sucks because I always have to leave because I have to go back to work and Casey and Billy and KJ get to go herping. And it, it, I don't know if people are familiar, but KJ has the, the, the golden touch in terms of herping, you know. The guy blinks and there's a species of special concern right there in your in your driveway. <laughs> Metaphorically, not literally, people. So he can just whistle and diamondbacks appear. Literally, literally. He's like, you know, news team, assemble, and like all the crotalids <laughs> slither out of the palmetto head. Uh, so he's a good egg man, that KJ. No. Well, and no word. I knew you were you were saying something earlier about Reed and the uh, beaded's, and you don't know if that's ever going to come to fruition. I yeah, I don't know. Um, he's had some some stuff come up that I don't feel it's sort of appropriate at this moment to really ask about it. Mm. Sure, sure. So, I get it. Just personal stuff, and I just you know, yeah. it's like mm, it's not really important now. So yeah, yeah, priorities. Not that I have anywhere to put them anyways. You'll Dude, be... I saw one at the Columbia show that was freaking huge. And I was like, if they get that damn big, like, there's no way. I mean, how big was it really? Like four foot? It, you can ask Keller. If Keller's still here, Keller saw it. Thing was freaking massive. Even he was like, that's the biggest damn beat I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're all going to get that big. That's somebody power feeding the shit out of it, you know? Like I think if that thing turned, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even come close to, like, the nose touching the tail. Oh really? Yeah, Daryl saw it. I didn't see Daryl at the show. <laughs> you just outed yourself, Camby. <laughs> Meanwhile, Harry's like, I'm the sister's whisperer. You know what he is? He's the friggin' Everglades rat snake whisperer. Is that what that guy is? Dude, what a monster animal. Do, do you have that picture handy? I feel like that should get thrown up on the screen. Let me see if I can snag it real quick. Because that was a killer rat snake. <clears throat> I 
and and Harry, where where was that? I guess it was. Oh, he's gonna send it to me. All right, cool. Um, was that at I guess yeah, his mom's that's house? One of his mom's. She owns. She has snakes. Oh uh, oh, I thought that was a wild animal. I thought he caught that in the yard. Oh okay. Daryl went late Sunday. That's why we were there Saturday, and we were, I think, out by like two o'clock. You know who else we got to get on this show is uh, is Cam Candy from Australia. Like that dude takes some phenomenal pictures, man. Crazy photos. Just Aussie lapping it up. Harry, are you sending it on Facebook? He says mom likes to feed stuff. <laughs> Man, that kind of kills it for me. I thought the thing was wild. I thought he found that in the yard. <laughs> there it is. He doesn't even, he doesn't get him where he's at, though. He's not farther, far enough south, isn't he? No, yeah, I know he's not far enough south. But I thought, oh, I got for whatever reason, maybe his mom lived down by me or something. I don't know. All right, where is Justin? He did find a really nice white oak the other day, though. Yeah, no, I saw that one. That one was killer. Phil does keep pygmies. I wish I could keep pygmies. I do. I have a. Uh... I have a pair of uh, duskies from Palm Beach County, which is funny because I actually just had uh, my venomous inspection. Uh, oh yeah, how'd that go? Oh, f- normal flying colors as usual. Winning tip, me. tip the hat, yeah. And uh, what's funny is he's, uh, you know, they keep inventory everything, and then I send Tallahassee my updated list when applicable. And sometimes they communicate that to the inspectors. Sometimes they don't, whatever. So he's going through the roster of like animals I had last year opposed to animals I have this year. And he's like, you still have one pygmy? It's actually, I got two pygmies. He goes, oh, did you get them in the same spot? I said, yeah, man, Palm Beach County, baby, because he, he's a Palm Beach County guy. I'm pretty sure he's born and raised Palm Beach County. And uh, and he's like, oh, let me take a look at them. You know, he's looking at them and he's really not a snake guy, but it's it's cool to have like animals from your county. You know, it's just it's a good feeling. All right. It is not loading. There we go. All right. Let's do this. Screen only ready for the, the THP shirt and the Crocs. Boom. Boom. Look at that. Look at that. Snapping what a Carlo. freaking monster. Snapper. Tell me you've seen that video on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a snapper turla. turla. It's a snapping turla. Snapper. Look at that handsome man with a gorgeous shirt and a stunning rat snake. Ugh. Daryl asked if pygmies are very active or if they hide a lot. They hide a lot. Um, it's all depends on the time of day. Um, if you go in at, you know, if I go in right as the sun's coming up, they'll be basking. Uh, if I go in right as the sun's going down, they're still hiding. And then right as like the sun's going below the horizon line, they're out cruising a little bit and then they're back in their 
hide or their, you know, cork bark or whatever. So. You see that form? Yeah. yeah the... mm-hmm. Man knows how to hold a rat's neck. That's right. Uh, in other news, I am in the process of getting a like storefront online for merch stuff. So instead of people having to hunt me down and place an order, you can just order on the website. I don't know when that's going to be done. Still trying to trying to figure out uh, getting inventory together. Like not in terms of like knowing what I have, but literally getting inventory together to be able to put it up and then have it ready. Um, I may do some hoodies. I don't know. Hoodies, hoodies get expensive. Um, those I may just have and do them like per order, like to order. Yeah, made to order. Um, that way, I'm just not selling <clears throat> hoodies. But like, I have yeah. these these districts that I got the snakes and stogies one printed on. I freaking love these things. Super comfortable. Um, but hoodies ain't cheap, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and uh, Lisa, I did talk to Angeli, and he's gonna come on Venom Exchange and do a beaded episode. So in the future, oh, uh, I figured that's who she was. Who she was talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, Angeli's really good friends with Ryan from Underground, and uh, Ryan was kind enough to put us in contact, and so that's good. Nice, yeah, because yeah. he don't know me from you know a hole in the mm-hmm. wall but he's got some amazing animals man and i actually uh i got some print calls from him and uh underground got some mambas from him and it's good 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 folks so very nice yes sir oh was there anything else you want to cover tonight i don't think so yeah man it was kind of a a, a chill episode you know it's kind of getting people hyped up for the next two episodes that's right yeah don't forget people to please send us your herper slang that you want to have covered or that you think people should know or would possibly help newbies or people that are not hip to the lingo yeah yeah check them out facebook instagram Blackboxcages.com. Puget Sound Pythons. Facebook, Instagram, Morph Market. Oh, shit. They're on that Morph Market? I don't know if they have anything for sale on there right now, but go hunt them down. Go look. Go see. Maybe you'll find something you like. Maybe you'll be so inclined to buy it. (laughs) I don't know. See, okay. Real quick. Everyone doing black friday sales but no one is shipping really i don't ship this time of year like i sent a box to it's a good point i didn't Um, think of that i think i sent that out like the 17th and i normally i wouldn't have even sent it out that late like i usually like early to mid-november i i don't start shipping again until like mid-january just because of how crazy fedex gets yeah, but I'm sitting here on Black Friday watching everyone have these Black Friday sales, and I'm like, "Are y'all holding these animals for the next like six, eight weeks?" Like they gotta be, especially if the weather's gonna get worse. That sounds like a nightmare. Like I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, because I, I gotta constantly remind myself that I'm kind of the anomaly in the country. You know what I mean? And like people can send me animals, but like I wouldn't even think to send people animals outside of Florida, just because of the temps. 
Yep. So. Should we do an episode on shipping? I think that'd be great. And you know who we have to have on? Mike Arnold? 120%. Shout out to Reptiles Express. Shout out to Reptiles Express. They're not a the mics. Love them. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be a good one too. Um, yeah. As maybe even just as one of the one on one, not one on one. Oh my God. 101. 101. Episodes. Because that is like, I know the first time that I shipped it was super nerve wracking because I was like terrified I didn't do the packing job good enough and, you know, heating and cooling and all that stuff. And, I told myself if it was that difficult, no one would do it. So yeah, yeah. Now I do it, and it's a breeze. So yeah, man, they make it so easy and so helpful, and the resources that they have, it, they just make it seamless, mm-hmm. streamlined. You know. Yep. So we'll make that happen. Uh, yeah. As far as I know, we're going to be doing THP Thursday. Sweet. Because we. I was confused because we had talked about doing the slang episode like Wednesday or Thursday, but now it's Monday. So I, you know, but now, well, I, I think I messed that up. Is Chris joining us Monday or no? I know he's coming the 12th. I don't know. Cause I thought Chris was going to be part of the slang. What day is Monday? Uh, Monday is the third. Hold on. I think Friday's the second. No, Monday's the fifth. Monday's the fifth. Okay. I was close. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But all right. Anyways, thank you all. We thank will you. See you later. Bye.